Hey there, it's Janie Porter, and this is She Just Glows, the podcast. I'm gonna help you find joy and purpose in your life just as it is today. Not tomorrow, not when life is perfect, not when you win a million dollars or your kids finally stop peeing on the seat, but right now. I'm a life coach, a writer, a wife, and a mom of four. And just like you, I spend my days fighting through the pressure to be thin, happy, and have the perfect house and the perfect life. But here's the thing, I've never found perfection. What I have found is that it's so much better to just be real. So grab a cup of coffee and join me like you would a girlfriend. We'll talk mom life, body image, letting go of the lie of perfection, and learning to thrive in the chaos of our world today. You've got your own life coach in your back pocket now. This is She Just Glows, the podcast. It's summertime. It's body image time. Ugh. It's the time when you see all the skinny women out there. (laughs) Those women who are naturally thin and you never will be, right? They're at the pool, they're at the lake, they're at the beach. They're out there having fun and they don't have to worry about their cellulite overflowing from the back of their cover-up. They don't have to think about that handful of side boob escaping out of the side of their swimsuit top. The largest top they sell at Target, but still not big enough for you, right? I'm speaking from experience here. They don't have to think about bending over to put sunscreen on their kid or pick up a chicken nugget that dropped on the floor and their love handles reaching for the ground right along with them. And so if you want to just like crawl into your skin and make a nice warm terry cloth towel that can be your summer cocoon, and you can go lay in it until the kids go back to school and summer's over and it starts getting cool again, listen in. Because I understand what it's like to walk into summer and to say there is no way that I will be in a swimsuit this summer. Or if I am, if I, if I somehow force myself to do that, it will not be without lots of negative thoughts going through my brain, right? Whew, okay. This is such a huge topic, and it's going to be hard to address it entirely in one episode of She Just Glows, the podcast, but I want to try to show up with what I have today and meet you where you're at. You know, one of my core values here at She Just Glows is just do the best you can with what you have today. And in living that out today, it means that I'm going to touch on a few ways that you can grow your own body confidence this summer. I'm not solving the entire issue of body image for you in one short podcast episode, but I do have four exercises that you can do right now, today, as you listen to this episode. And I've done these myself. And I'm also gonna share the two second rule of wearing a swimsuit in public, (laughs) right? Are you? Are you curious at least a little bit about that last one? I'm betting you are. So hang on for all of that in this episode. Um, And I wanna say hi and thanks for being here. I'm Janie, I'm a mom of four kids, I'm a wife, a writer, and I've been pouring my heart into writings on my site, shejustglows.com for about eight years now. In the last several months, I've started life coaching. I call it joy coaching. And I work with women all over the country and all over the world on infusing joy and purpose back into their lives again. So I wanna celebrate my client, Charlie B, real quick. And I think her story 
is so relatable. So if you've wondered why would I work with Janie or what do we actually do here, I wanted to take this opportunity to pull back the curtain a little bit and sort of show you what Joy Coaching with Janie really looks like in living color. So when Charlie came to me, she was in a rut. Here's what she said. I felt like I was over drinking to find joy. I wanted to find a different way to find joy. I felt like I was faking it a lot for everyone else. And I really felt stuck in a rut with career, friends, etc. So she wanted to discover a healthy relationship with alcohol and she wanted to rediscover joy in her life. She actually said, I don't remember what brings me joy anymore. Isn't that relatable? We get so caught up in all the hats that we're wearing that we forget what actually brings us happiness and joy. And if you've forgotten that, it's okay. We can find it again. I've been there. I've lost my spark and I had to rediscover it again. Um, Charlie's been working with me for a few months now, and here's what she says has happened. Number one, she says, I am now feeling okay about having time for myself and slowing down. For example, I spent a down day without any shoulds. This was her homework that I gave her. I said, you need to have a day for yourself, be bored, relax, and anytime a should pops into your mind, that is your signal that you're doing exactly what you need to be doing right now. So that's what she's talking about here. She said, spending a down day with shoulds was a very hard concept, but definitely making some progress. The second thing she says is having a place to be honest about alcohol and not feeling judged is so helpful. Not feeling shamed when I haven't been 100% alcohol free, but seeing the positives in the progress. It's all about progress, not perfection. And that is what I teach in my coaching. And the third thing she said is getting my priorities straight with work and not having it impact family time as much has been a huge blessing. So I share this because, first of all, a lot of it doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about today, which is rediscovering that confidence in your body and rediscovering what it means to live a life where you love you again um, but when it comes to our sessions, there are just so many aspects of life that we can dig into and you can have a witness to what's happening in your own life. And I want to be there to cheer you on, to dig into what's really happening and to challenge you to want more for yourself. So um, if that um, struck a chord in any way, or if you're interested in what I do, enjoy coaching with Janie, head to shejustglows.com. All of the information about working with me is right there. Okay. So Back in 2017, back to the topic at hand, I was having a rough time for many reasons, many reasons that I've talked about in different episodes here. But one of them was I was very overweight. I had just had my fourth baby and I just could not get this weight off. I felt like I was sort of stuck in someone else's body. This is not what I thought I looked like. I, I'm one of those people where I always think, I think I look better than I actually do. So then I'd look in the mirror and say, or see a picture of myself, and it would just bring my confidence down to the ground. And this is kind of random, but maybe because 
I'm not really a modest person. Like I'm, I'm one of those people where I don't, I don't have a problem like sharing a photo of myself no matter what size I am. For some reason, for some weird reason, <laughs> it doesn't bother me to have a picture that shows my love handles or cellulite or whatever. It just, it, I don't know why, it just doesn't phase me. So I'm kind of a weirdo. But during that time, I randomly shared a picture of myself with my daughter and I was wearing my swimsuit. And the idea in the photo or in the caption that I shared was something kind of like, love yourself, life is too short. Like, love yourself, don't um, hide away, wear the swimsuit, be in the photo, right? And what I found during this time was this crazy response to these images that I would share of myself with a normal postpartum body and the likes and the comments just started pouring in. And this was so exciting to me, not just because, you know, oh, wow, people are liking my stuff and that's really gratifying, but I felt on a really deep level that I was impacting people and that felt really powerful. And so as I would share these pictures of myself, again, just normal postpartum mom of four kids life, probably quite a bit more than I weigh now. I don't know how much more, maybe 20 or 30 pounds. One of the most popular DMs I would get over and over was, how do you have this body confidence and how can I get it? And my first response when I got one of those DMs was, I don't know, I have no idea. I don't know why, I don't know why it doesn't bother me that I have love handles and, and cellulite, but I'm still posting pictures in a swimsuit right now. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything to share. But then I thought more about it and I, I started responding to these DMs. And I do have a few things that can help you sort of start to walk down this path of letting this be the summer where you don't care about what you look in the swimsuit and you just want to be there for the moment. Four exercises that you can do now today while you listen to this episode to begin that journey toward loving your body this summer, no matter what size you are. Sound good? You want to try? Give it a whirl. And exercise one through four, maybe one of them works for you. Maybe the other three don't, okay? If they don't, they're trash. If it works, cool. Awesome. So I'm glad you're here. So this first exercise is important, and it's kind of deep, so bear with me. The other ones aren't quite as heavy as this first one, but I'm just going to dive in. I need you to consider where you came from. And like I said, this may be a, a tough exercise to do. I'm going to ask you to look back into your past a little bit. If this feels too hard right now, you have two choices. You can tiptoe into it now with me and I'll guide you through, or just bookmark this episode, bookmark this exercise, and just come back to it later, okay? But here's the exercise. I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to consider when it comes to body image, where have you come from? What were your thoughts about your body when you were a little girl? When did it change? Was there someone in your life, maybe, who was very critical of your body? Was there a comment that no one else heard or even thought about that cut you to your core? 
Was there an unintended comparison made that made you feel so small? Was there an achievement mentality that was instilled in you? One that made you feel that if you were only skinny enough or if that your body was a certain way, you would be more lovable. So go back to that little girl. Go back to that little person who suddenly decided that she didn't really care for the way that she looked. And maybe that wasn't part of your past, but if it was, just hang with me here for another minute. There is so much here that impacts us as women today, but it's important to consider where you came from because that absolutely impacts where you stand today with how you view your body. And we can't just gloss over it and ignore it. Maybe today with just identifying it, you can take those first steps forward toward acknowledgement, healing, talking about it, bringing those memories out into the open that maybe you're so deep that you forgot they were there. They just became part of the landscape of your inner thoughts and they don't have any separation from whatever else is in the back of that landscape. In other words, they became part of the scenery that was never questioned again. Are you tracking with me here? When we bring these memories, these statements that we unintentionally took on, We bring those memories out into the open. And I strongly believe when we feel shame, we stay silent. But when we share, it helps dispel that shame. No matter what we're talking about, we could be talking about my relationship with alcohol. And the more I talk about it, the less shameful it feels. Your body image, the more you talk about what has brought you to where you are today, and what may have happened or not happened in your past, the closer you get to letting go of that shame to where with some of my clients now, the shame is not only not part of their story, shame in any form is totally irrelevant to their lives because they've moved on. So exercise one, I want you to consider where you came from. Man, I went deep, didn't I? So I will tell you this. I'll share a little something about me. I have a very body positive mindset for the most part. And I strongly believe it's because I never heard my mom speak badly about her body or mine. In fact, she would always compliment me to the point where I was like, mom, I'm not... Stop lying. Like, you're not even seeing this straight. You know, that encouragement isn't even valid. You know, I would sort of start disproving. That's how complimentary my mom was to her credit. And I strive to be a woman who doles out the compliments like my mom does. Her encouragement mattered and it shaped me. So if it's hard for you to give yourself a compliment, consider that this might be because of where you came from. And maybe today you get to give yourself a break. 
dig into what's happening there, what happened in your past, and just see where it goes, right? The second exercise that might be able to help you get on this path toward feeling comfortable enough with you to show up in whatever you're wearing to the beach, lake, or pool this summer is. I want you to think of a really unflattering photo of yourself, okay? And you're like, oh no, I don't want to do that. No! Don't you hate that? You think you look so good or you're like, hey, I've lost weight. I've eaten salads for a whole week. And then you see a picture and you're like, well, damn, my self-confidence just went through the floor, right? But I want you to think of that unflattering photo. Just really, really visualize. I want you to, for a moment, pretend as you visualize this picture or this image that this is not a picture of you. It's a picture of someone else. And maybe you could just see you how others see you. Now, this isn't like some crazy voodoo where you're suddenly going to look 20 pounds lighter and, you know, 10 years younger because someone else is looking at you and it's not you looking at you, so to speak. But do you realize how when people look at you, let's say you're playing at the beach with your kids, do you really think anyone gives a shit about the cellulite on your thighs? Like, do you think that the guy next to you or, you know, the group on the other side, you know, 20 feet down, do you, do you think that they're actually looking at your body flaws? I'm sorry, you're not that important, right? No one cares. No one cares that you have flab. No one cares that your body does not look like a glossy magazine cover. You know what they do see? They see a young mom playing with her children and a blessed mother whose kids want to play with her, whose kids are healthy, running around. They're seeing a magical moment that I guarantee at least one person on that beach wishes they could live in your skin for that day. You know how many moms or older women are probably watching you and thinking, damn, I miss when my kids were that little. I miss being that needed. I miss being that loved. Your love handles and cellulite aren't even part of the picture. What's happening in that picture, that really unflattering image of you that you might have in your head, is you are living a life worthy of the esteem and the envy of many other women at that beach. No one is looking at your body flaws. So why are you? 
See, there's this thing I call the two-second rule of wearing a swimsuit in public, right? Remember I was saying, like, you're not that important. No one cares about your body flaws. So I remember when I was, like, in junior high and we'd have, like, church pool parties or something where, you know, the moment comes and you're a teenage girl and and the moment comes where it's time to, like, get in the pool or whatever, right? And so, you know, you're kind of like, oh, shoot, you know, I don't know if I'm comfortable with my body. I have to take off my cover up. And then how am I going to get from where I'm sitting to get in the pool or I have to take my towel down? Can I leave it on the edge of the pool? Is it going to get wet? You know, like the whole thing that you go through in your mind. And maybe you still do do that. And if you do, it's okay. I think it's really relatable. But there's this thing that I like to call the two-second rule. And it's basically, there is two seconds of I'm in a swimsuit and I'm walking to the water and I'm about to get in. And two seconds is a stretch. One, 1,000. Two, 1,000. It's usually not even that long. You might have two seconds of feeling awkward or uncomfortable or thinking that everyone's looking at your body as you get into the pool or the lake or whatever. The facts are probably no one's looking at you because no one's caring. Everyone's involved in their own life, their own children, their own worries, their own phone. No one's looking at your body as you take that two-second walk to the pool. But I can guarantee you it's never more than two seconds. After about two seconds, you realize no one's looking at me. No one really cares. Why do I care, right? So maybe the idea of donning that swimsuit in public or donning that shorts and a t-shirt in public when you hate wearing shorts or whatever the case is can be a little bit demystified and the power can be taken out of it when you know that it's only going to be a couple seconds of feeling weird, (laughs) right? All right, exercise three. And I've had clients do this as their homework as we start to look at How do we begin to train our brain to love our body again? That's a daunting task. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, I am barely scratching the surface here, but I'm doing the best I can with what I have today, which is just a little podcast episode that can start you on this path. Write down five things that you love about yourself that are not physical. Write down five things you love about yourself that are not physical. They could be that you're a caring person. They could be that you're a hard worker. You're a great mom. You're loyal. You're forgiving. I wish that was one of mine. Oh, I wish I was more forgiving. I'm working on that always. It's always been a tough one for me. Write down five things you love about yourself that are not physical. Or if you're having a really hard time with that, ask your husband. Ask your best friend. It's not digging for compliments. Tell them this weird lady that you heard on that podcast episode has a homework assignment and you're wondering if your husband or best friend can help you. She wants to know the best five things about you that are not physical. Okay, so take that list. And I want you to meditate on that list. Not in a weird way, but just read it over. Really think through what each of the words mean in that list of five things that you love about yourself that are not physical. And I want you to think about, don't you think others see those attributes in you too? Don't you 
think that when someone sees you in a picture or sees you out and about, they see those incredible qualities in you. They're not sitting and cataloging your physical faults or your imperfections. See, people, people judge us or come up with their idea about our character or who we are based on what we do, how we conduct ourselves, how we treat people. No one cares what you look like, right? So what if in exercise three here, you could write down these five things you love about yourself that are not physical and realize those are the things that people see in you, not your measurements, how many pounds you weigh on the scale, your clothing size. No one judges you based on that criteria and those metrics. And if they do, they're really weird and they shouldn't be your friends anyway, right? I love exercise four. I want you to think about a time in the past when you looked pretty good, right? It might be when you were like, I don't know, for me it's like when I was 25, you know, it's really easy to have a good body before you have kids. I was younger looking, I took that for granted. I didn't realize how much aging happens between 30 and 40. And I know some of you over 40 are just like, mm -hmm, girl, just wait. But getting to my point here, because who cares if we're aging, honestly? Who gives a shit if I have more wrinkles or if I have crow's feet or boring, who cares? But getting back to the exercise, I want you to remember, because I really digressed there, didn't I? I want you to look back to a time in the past where you realize now how beautiful you actually were. And I know, I know you have one. I know you have one. Even if it's not perfect, even if, you know, you could probably pick things out that aren't perfect in that mental picture. It was a time when you really looked pretty damn good, right? And I'm willing to bet that back then, on the day that picture was taken, or on the day that that image was present day, you probably didn't think that you looked that great, right? Isn't that the heartbreaking thing? It's like, oh, when I was 25, I looked so good, but I actually didn't think I looked good. I probably thought I was fat, which is ridiculous, right? I know you have a time. So just think of that time for this exercise. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about that today you look incredibly beautiful and you have the choice to see that today. The other option is waiting 15 years or 20 years from now when you see that picture of yourself from today and you remember that today it wasn't good enough and you found a way to pick yourself apart and you weren't truly happy with how you looked. Purely logically speaking, I can almost guarantee you that in 15 or 20 years from now, you will look at how you look today and think, damn, you are beautiful. Don't you wanna see that today? 
See, the thing about loving your body, it isn't about cellulite or pounds or the scale or dress sizes. Loving your body starts inside your brain. You can do all the weight loss. You can do the Your Best Body Challenge, which is amazing and will help you lose a lot of weight. You can do all the sculpting. You can do all the toning and the macros and all of that stuff. But if inside your mind you don't believe yourself to be worthy and enough, none of that other stuff matters. You need to believe from the inside out that you are worthy, valuable, lovable, and enough just the way that you woke up today. And how invaluable is that mantra to our daughters watching us live out our lives as women? To our sons, watching our sense of self-esteem. Another one of my core values, which is so close to my heart, is this. Love yourself. They need you to. And at the heart of that message is an invitation to see the good in you, 100%. But the heart of that message is your legacy of believing that you are enough is the most invaluable model that you could ever offer your children. They need you to love yourself so that they can know how to do that themselves. They need you to not utter a negative word about how you look so that they can learn how to love themselves through your model. None of it matters if you don't believe yourself to be worthy. You are enough just the way you woke up today. You are enough no matter how many pounds of baby weight you're still carrying. You are enough no matter what your dress size is. You are enough because you are you. I'm so glad we got to do this today. Listen, everybody knows word of mouth is the best advertising. So if you liked what you heard, follow, share, leave a review. And there's so much more where that came from. Go to shejustglows.com to read words of encouragement and inspiration that you just might need today. There you'll also learn about my work as a life coach and how we can work together. My publications have been viewed more than 4 million times by moms around the world. We have such an amazing community. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and... Well, that's all I got right now. I've decided I'm too old for TikTok. Remember, you've got this. You are enough. I'll see you next time. And until then, you glow, girl.